Well, welcome to another edition of Intentional Conversations. On Intentional Conversations, we seek to interview leaders in men's ministry to help men grow spiritually and help leaders and pastors reach men in today's culture, discussing issues men face daily. It is a program where a men's ministry leader interviews leaders in men's ministry. Hi, I'm Mike Salen with Cape Fear Men, and I thank you for joining the program today. Today, I have as my guest, Chris Harper. Chris is the Chief Executive Officer with Better Man, a ministry that is helping men to become the men that we want to be. And they've been around for quite some times in various functions, and we're sure we'll talk a little bit about the history of that. But Chris, thank you for joining me today. Man, Mike, it's so good to be here. I'm humbled and honored to be on the show with you, talking about my thing, helping, helping men look like King Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, I appreciate you taking your busy time out of your schedule schedule to be with us because I know you've been traveling quite a bit. You were just up in Hartford, uh, Connecticut this past weekend and Iron Sharpers Iron Conference speaking up there. So I know you're kind of worn out from the weekend, but but uh, we, we're, we're seeing a movement of men right now, aren't we? Man, it's uh, it's been phenomenal. You know, I had a an old missions professor who used to say, if you can explain it, God didn't do it. <laughs> and, Man, we're seeing we're seeing some stuff that we just can't explain, and we know we know it's the power of God. We know it's His Spirit, and we also know historically, yeah, God wanted to move, and when God was about to do something great, He called upon men and He used men to do it. Amen, amen. And it's amazing that sometimes He don't give us the whole plan; He just gives us just enough to get us started and see what we're going to do with it, and then we are just then we just sit back and just watch God go to work, and it's just amazing. That's amazing. Chris, how long have you been involved with uh, Authentic Man, Better Man, and all that organization? Yeah, man. So I've been I've been happily serving at Better Man for the last ten months. I got here okay. in of 2022. Okay. Okay. So you're a short timer still. <laughs> I'm still on the ears, brother. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Um, I have been just amazed and immersed with uh, Robert Lewis and, and all that he has produced and put out through his organization over the last, I don't know, 15, 15 16 years, something like that. Yeah. And um, uh, I was introduced to, into it when it was the quest for authentic manhood when I first got into ministry to men um, back in 2008. And it has really been a ministry that has affected my life and has affected a lot of other men's lives that I know that uh, um, I have introduced uh, this ministry to. So it's great. So tell us a little bit about Better Man. What's Better Man all about? Yeah, so Better Man, just like you alluded to, it's the it's the iteration. You know, in the early days, it was men's fraternity. Mm -hmm. It became, you know, the quest for authentic manhood, the 33 series. For a brief time, it was called Man to Man, and then in 2018, it iterated to Better Man, and that's when we launched out and really seek to to reach millennials and Gen Z. Mm. So everything we do, everything is branded, scripted, uh, our look, our feel, um, down from our content, and the fact that you know my whole left arm is tattooed. Everything is aimed at <laughs> <laughs> uh, millennials and Gen Z, but uh, no, that's the way, you know, a Rob, that's the way Robert wanted to set it up. And, you know, when, when he handed me the baton 10 months ago, I just want to 
I just want to pay him a little honor, man. I, I, I told him, I said, I said, Robert, don't think for a second that I don't know that, that I'm standing on the shoulders of giants mm-hmm. of the men that have come before me. And, and truly any great men's ministry or any great movement of God that you've seen or heard of or been a part of, it, it's because the men that come before us to lay that groundwork and to sow those seeds. So absolutely. for Robert, he's still out there reaching in. You know, he's still on our board here at Better Man and serves us faithfully. So, but yeah, that's, that's the iteration. And uh, we really go hard after millennials and Gen Z reaching them. We we do that largely through the local church. You know, we have a tool that it's a tool that we can put in the hands of older men to help reach and train younger men. And uh, man, it's it's taken off in the last 18 months. You know, we've had close to 2000 groups launch across the country. Wow. We've reached about 100,000 men. Wow. Just phenomenal. It's the tip of the iceberg. You know, I tell I tell conferences and churches all the time, there's there's 360,000 plus churches in America. 80% of those churches have a functioning women's ministry and less than 5% have a functioning men's ministry. Yep. Great tool for, for to engage and start equipping and reaching your men. Yeah, I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize how insignificant men's ministries are in the greater scheme of the universal church. It, there's not not much going on, uh, and a lot of churches they will call their monthly breakfast gatherings men's ministry, but that's all it is. It's just a, a gathering of men to have breakfast to eat together, and they're not really pouring into their lives with each other. Uh, and we try to help them to understand it's much more than that, isn't it? Man, it's so much more than that. You know, I go. Like you said earlier, I I, I travel all across the country and, and some parts of the world speaking and. You know, the common denominator I see at every church I go to, and, and I don't mean this to sound critical. I'm not critical of the church. I think critically about the church. I mean, I am a, you know, I pastor the church. I, I pastor, pastor a couple of large churches. And, and so I'm a churchman. I believe in the local church. But what I see in every church I go to is um, the women are exhausted and the men are bored. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't yeah. be like that. Man. Yeah. Um, we've got to, we've got to start calling our men to something more, something greater. You know, when's the last time you heard anybody? I want you to think about this, Mike. When's the last time we heard a politician, a preacher, a public figure stand up and say, men, we need you like we, and, and, and I'm not talking about, we need you to park cars in the parking lot, which, and, 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 and that's good. And we, we, we need men to do that. But like, men, we need you to lead your homes and to love your wives and to serve Amen. because, because Amen. this is what I know when men are better, the world is better. And everybody can agree on that, Mike. Amen. I totally agree with you on that. I know I've had, I've had one church one time when I was talking to them, tell me that um, they don't advertise anything that doesn't have it. In fact, at least 50% of their church. So that's the reason why they don't advertise men's events. And I'm like, dude, you telling me that, Ministry to men don't affect 100% of your church, you know, because if you're making them a better, better husband, does that not affect all the women that, that, um, that has husbands in this church? If they're not making them a better dad, is that not affecting all the children in this church? Come on now, you know, let's, let's really think about who you're truly affecting when you're ministering into men's lives. Right. That's right, Mike. <laughs> 
So it, it's, I think it's, it's so important for churches to really, I, you know, I've, I've said this many times, I think men are one of the most eclectic people groups in our churches today. It really is. Uh, yeah. It's kind of fun. I had a mentor one time show me, it was years ago, but he's gone on to be with the Lord now, but he showed me a picture where he was speaking at a church and in the vestibule, there was three baskets with pamphlets in them, a different pamphlet type pamphlet in each basket. One was, uh, about the children's ministry, one was about the youth ministry, and one was about the women's ministry. And he said, what, "What's wrong with this picture?" <laughs> you know? And that's that. My church passed out the last semester. They passed out the the Wednesday night service offerings. Yeah, and there were probably eleven offerings. Nine of them had to do with women's outreach and women's Bible study, and and two of them had to do with addiction and recovery. So I just, I just texted my buddy who's an elder and I said, man, if I'm not an addict or a woman, I got nothing to do on Wednesday night. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to have programs for all types of people. Don't, don't hear me say this. You know, we, we, we need that, but my goodness, Mm -hmm. statistics tell us might think about this. And I got this from my buddy down at Christ church of the Valley, um, out, out towards Phoenix. And so when a woman is the first person in the home to come to mm-hmm. faith, about 23% of the time, the rest of the people in the home come to faith. Yeah. When a kid is the first to come to faith, about 15% of the time, yeah. the rest comes to faith. When dad comes to faith and leads in faith, 93% of the time, the rest of the household comes in faith. Yeah. Uh, he, he once said, man, we don't have a men's ministry at our church because our church is a men's ministry. Oh, super. And that's and 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 that's if if, if we're going to turn this ship, brother, that's the way we got to start thinking. Yep, yep. Uh, I, I told the church this past week I was up uh, speaking at their men's group uh, uh, this past week, and I told them we we're talking, and and I said every event, every opportunity you have, you should create a, a the next right step for your men to step into, whether it be a Bible study, a small group, or a particular issue that struggling with whatever the case may be you need to give those guys another step to to uh to grow in so um well tell me a little bit we got kind of sidetracked a little bit and that's okay we, we said we were going to talk where we're going to go where god wants us to go but um tell me how does better man work how does that how does that whole process work as far as the uh the study guides the book and yeah all that's going on yeah, great question. So if I lined up 100 men all and said, tell me what it means to be a man, you'd get 100 different answers. Mm-hmm. Same thing with pastors. If I asked 10 pastors what it means to be a godly man, you'd get 10 different answers. And here's what we believe convictionally at Better Man. You cannot become what you can't define. Mm. You can't. So right. what, what we offer is a simple definition based upon God's timeless word about what it means to be a real man. So many times churches and organizations, they want to disciple men and reach men. So they, they throw them into the deep end of discipleship and they wonder why 95% of them wash out in the first two weeks. It's because we're not all talking the same language. We're not all starting from the same spot. So what better man does is we call it the on-ramp to manhood around the office. We're the, the on-ramp to the manhood highway. We're a we're an 11 week experience that gives men the language and the license to be the man God's called them to be. It's an introduction to manhood. It's an introduction to discipleship. It's an introduction to community fellowship. And it's all built around four W's. It's what we call the four W's of manhood. 
-hmm. a real courageously follows God's word. Right. Real man loves and protects God's woman. A real man excels at the work God's given him. And a real man betters God's world. And he largely does that through his children. And everything's built on that. An 11 week experience, you can do it in your church uh, with 500 people. You can do it around a fire pit in your backyard with eight people. You can do it at your country club. You can do it at your high school. I mean, you can do it on your college campus. Uh, we've got better men in, in prisons right now. I mean, it's it's packaged in such a way you can take it anywhere. And And here's the best part, Mike. And this is in our DNA. Brother, we give it away. We don't charge for it. That's not a bait and switch. There's no licensing fee. There's no fee like later. You literally go to our website. You, you create a leader login. And then there's everything you can download for free. Video, yeah. curriculums, table leader guides, the whole nine yards. And it's, it's first class. Like we don't do anything short of excellence. Um, we put serious resources, thoughts, energy, talents behind this. And uh, it's just been phenomenal. Like I said, almost 2000 groups launched in the last 18 months, hundred thousand men reached. It's been, it's been amazing. We just got uh, the only state we were not in was Hawaii and Hawaii just launched its first group four weeks ago. So Amen. we're in every state. And then we just translated everything into Spanish and we just launched in El Salvador. I went down to El Salvador a month ago, Mike, and I didn't know what to expect. We told uh, some uh, Salvadorian officials we were coming. We, we, we had this tool for men to help them be better husbands, fathers, men, et cetera. When I got to the convention center, Mike, to the, to the church area that, um, that we were presenting at, there were 1,400 pastors and men wrapped around the block waiting to get in. It was unbelievable, brother. It was amazing. Um, yeah. uh, they're thirsting. Our men are hungry. It's like, it's like water on dry land out there. Yes, they, they they want that definition. They want that language. They want that license to go be the men God's called them to be. Oh, absolutely. You know, that one of the things I've always liked about the material um, that Authentic Man has put out, and even in, in Better Man even does a, a good job, even better in my opinion, in a lot of ways, is helping men to understand where they came from. How, what in their past developed them into who they are today so they can understand where they need to go to in the future. And, uh, and, and that has meant so much because even when I first went through uh, Authentic Manhood back in 2008, um, it helped me to understand my father wound, my mother wounds, and, and all those things that even though I thought I was good, I was because I had great parents, there were still stuff there that shaped me into who I was and, and caused me to have some of the issues that I had had at that time. Yeah. And so it, it is so good. I, I highly, highly recommend you guys out there listening to really check it out because like Chris said, it, it is a phenomenal thing. And I have had the privilege to lead a, several men through Better Man here in the last uh, year, year and a half, something like that. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm taking two guys through it right now. Meeting with them early on Wednesday morning, and uh, and they're and they're loving it. They're thoroughly loving it. Yeah. So it's great. So what what are some of the what are some of the testimonies you hear coming out of this? Oh man, we you know that's the best part of this job. I was <laughs> I get to I get to sit around and hear stories of of life change. As a matter of fact, um, that's why I changed my title. If you go to the website, it doesn't. 
it doesn't say Chris Harper, you know, president of Better Man. It's it's chief storyteller. That's what yeah. they down here because I just I just go around and I tell the stories of what God's doing, man. So it's it's been cool. You know, we hear from churches a lot about they've used better men to help engage men that are 50 and older. You know, they had these men in their church that are 50, 60, 70, 80 years old that they really didn't, they didn't know how to engage. But then they engaged them and said, Hey, teach a better man, come be a table leader yeah. and eight or 10 men at your table through this curriculum so that you can speak. Yeah. And man, we we're hearing testimony after testimony about churches using it, not just to engage millennials and Gen Z, but to engage the older guys in engaging. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that, and that's been so encouraging, you know, um, and then outside the church, um, you know, the Houston, the Houston Renegades XFL team are going through better man right now. Um, the, the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns men's golf team just finished a better man. Um, we're seeing it. We're seeing people take it into the marketplace. They're taking it into their college campuses. The East Texas prison system is using better man right now. The East Tennessee state prison system, they're, they're taking 200 inmates through a pilot program. So we're seeing it. We're seeing it transcend the church as well, and and get into the marketplace and get into to different venues in life, man. And we mm. we really think that that we're going to cause enough drops in the water that we're going to see a tidal wave in the next you know twelve to to twenty four months. Where, man, we're just expectant of what God's doing. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that, that, that this is really getting men to think differently and think act differently and. And fully understand what it means to be a man, to be a real man. You know, uh, one of the one of the one of the things that God has really spoken into my life this past year to speak into men as I talk to them is uh, understanding some of the things that went wrong with how we raised our family, so to speak, and uh, and dealing with one of those areas that you were talking about is about about making this a better world, and that is speaking into our children's lives. Uh, I think it's so important for us to understand our need to do that. Yeah, Mike, that's so good. And um, I tell men all the time in the 1970s, it was I don't want a man. In the 1990s, it was I need a man. And in mm -hmm. 2023, it's what is a man? Yeah, and that's how it's that's how it's come along. Right. So mm -hmm. one of the things I'm most excited about, I just finished Better Man's first children's book. Oh, yep. And it's, uh, I like to get a copy of that. <laughs> so we're planning a father's day launch in June of this year. And it's a, mm. it's a conversation between a grandfather and his young grandson about what oh. a good man. Oh man. And man, we can't, we, we can't wait for it. You know, one of another, one of our core convictions is manhood doesn't start when you're 18, man. It starts when you're two years old. If absolutely. I, I, I told somebody the other day, if my if my three and four year old kids can memorize songs off the radio, they can memorize scripture and they can memorize God's truth. Absolutely. And so, man, we're, we're going to start going younger and younger because because Satan's going younger and younger. The enemy's going younger and younger. And, 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 and so are we, brother. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I tell you what, I've got two young grandchildren. My oldest one, the oldest one is 10. And. And uh, the other one's just getting ready to turn eight next month. And and uh, somebody told me here about a month ago, it says one of the things you can do as a granddaddy is write them a letter every birthday talking about 
how much you appreciate them and proud of them and things of that nature. I, I, I can't wait to see that book, see that book come out because, you know, with Iron Sharp is Iron, that's one of the things we do encourage dads and granddads uh, to bring their teenage sons to that's these right. conferences so they can see men truly trying to be the men, be equipped in the way men has called them to be. That's so, so good. That, that, that is so important for us to do because scripture is very clear, very clear about dads pouring into the lives of their family. Very clear with that. And I just well, told, I, I told in Hartford last weekend, I said, listen to me, men, what boys don't learn, men won't know. Mm. What boys don't learn, men won't know. I told them not to forget that. We have a responsibility to pass it down to the next generation. That's what happened in, in Judges chapter two, you know, Joshua dies as, as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. He says, you get into judges one and everything's all right. But then you get into judges two and it says the next generation didn't receive it. They rejected it. And then it was wheels off. And a generation in the Bible was only about 30 years. So 30 years later, Israel went from, went from the promised land to a nightmare. Yeah. You know, 30 years, brother, and we're seeing it today all around us, Mike. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. well you know, it continues. The Psalm, Psalm 78 is all about speaking into the next generation. Right. And then, you know, one of the scriptures, when I was going through some issues in my life 15 years ago, Lord, the Lord pointed me to a scripture in Psalm 71 to 18 that says, even when I'm old and gray, do not forsake me to I have reclaimed your strength to the next generation. Amen. And, and so, you know, that was kind of a, kind of a God telling me that I, he had more work to do. And that, and that is so important for us old guys to understand the need to take our knowledge and our information and pour it into to the next generation. And better man is a great way for us to, to really kick that catalyst off to do that. Come on. So, let, let's, let's go a little bit further. Better man also has some, uh, after you get through the 11 week study, better man has some other, uh, five week, six week studies that you can also participate on various topics. Could you share a little bit about that? Yeah, same format as the 11 week experience. You know, it's all downloadable for free. And then you can either teach it live or you can use one of our, you know, we have we have excellent video teachers from around the country. I mean, these are phenomenal, God, phenomenal teachers. Yep. But what we did is we took those four W's, word, woman, work and world, and we broke them into five week deep dives mm -hmm. we go deep into what it means to courageously follow god's word we go deep into what it means to love and protect god's woman so it's like you know it's for for men who've been in the military you went to basic training and then you go to ait it's time to mm. start specializing yeah that's exactly what it is so we just this past december we released courageously following God's word. It's out. It's live right now. It's good. It, it's ready to go. And then in June of this year, so so two, three months from now, we're releasing Loving and Protecting God's Woman. And we're in the middle of filming it right now. As a matter of fact, we filmed week one yesterday. And uh, we're so excited about that. And then every six months, the other two comes out. So there's one coming out every six months for the next two years. Yeah. And uh, they, are these the same speakers that uh, uh, that you can download for for the actual eleven week study? Is it like Tim Lundy and, and those guys? Is it or is it somebody different? So so it, it's somebody different. One of the things we wanted okay. to do expand our our speaker base. So mm -hmm. we brought on 
new better man speakers who who I love Tim and JP and Derwin and, and these guys are just as just mm-hmm. biblical. They're just as right talented man. It's it's gonna be super good. But we're we're offering some new speakers on this and and what's beautiful about this is um at the end of this, let's say you're a church that doesn't have a men's ministry. So at the end of this, you'll have better man 11 week experience. It's what we call better man core. Mm-hmm. And then have 20 weeks of deep dive content, what we call better man defined. You'll have mm. a week plus men's ministry, basically two years of content to walk your men through that I am convinced will not only revolutionize your church, but it'll change homes and make cities better. Uh, and that's what we're looking for. Cause one of the things I've always said, and I know you've heard it too, cause it, it's not, it, it's not germane to me. It's something I didn't come up with. If you make man better, you make his marriage better. You make his marriage better. His family be better. Your family better. Church is better. Church better. The community's better. You'll see it just snowball right on through the community in so many ways. And, and we do need to be speaking to each other's men's lives. That's right. Uh, super. That's super. Well, Chris, guess what? Our time has flown by, and uh, we're we got to start wrapping up here in some ways. And and uh, I, I want to ask you. Uh, uh, if people people want to get up with you, of course, obviously they can reach out to betterman.com and uh, and see what's going on. And I would highly encourage uh, anybody, everybody, especially if you're a men's leader, to reach out there and see what they have to offer and provide because it is a it is a great tool and uh, super. And it will make it will definitely affect your life greatly. But if they want to get up with you and have you come speak at their church or or just talk with you. How would they do that? Yeah. So right there on the better man website, you'll, uh, you'll see me there. It's on, it's on page one. And if you wanted to have me come share with you or perhaps speak at your event, preach at your church, we do have a form that you, that you can fill out. Um, praise be to the Lord that, uh, it's a part of the ministry. It's a part of what better man's asked me to do. So I, I am out pretty often, you know, I was in Hartford last week and then, this weekend, we're presenting to the state of Mississippi, to the Southern Baptist Convention there, and I'll be speaking at one of those large churches in Mississippi. So we're excited about that. We we get out pretty regularly, but, um, you know, it's a part of what we do. And and it's not only me. I've got other members of my team that speak and present and, and, and do things of that nature. So you can fill out that form right there on the front page of the website, uh, betterman.com. And then also, uh, man, if you got a question or if you need an encouragement or if you got a story that you want to share about how better man's impacting you and impacting your community, you can send that to us. You can email me directly, charper at betterman.com. And then you could also info us at, uh, email us at info at betterman.com and, and one of our administrative assistants get that. And, and again, we love sharing stories and tell stories on our website. You can sign up for our newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that goes out. And of course, we have a podcast and we have a blog that we do twice a month that is aimed at equipping men and training men. And, and ultimately, like I said at the beginning of the show, just pointing them. You know, what I love about manhood is we don't have to define it. We don't have to redefine it. God's already given us the definition. Amen. And then he gave Amen. us a but in the greatest man that ever lived, his son, King Jesus. And uh, so everything we do, man, is just pointing people to look to Christ because he's our example. He's our savior. Well, I know I, know I get your uh, email, seems like every day. I don't know if it's every day or not, but I get something from you 
very regularly uh, giving some pointers and some thoughts and insights uh, dealing with ministering to men, and they are always points on uh, about how how what we need to do. Thank and you. I do appreciate that. They're not long, guys. I mean, they don't you don't have to take a half hour out of your day to read us read us uh, information. You can do it in just a couple of minutes, you know. And there's some good stuff. So I I encourage you to reach out and get on his uh get on his mailing list because I think you'd be very uh very blessed with what you would read. So Man. great. That's Chris, I want to give you a minute or two just to give a final thought about ministry to men and, and what we need to do to help our churches and our men in general to become engaged and develop that fully devoted, intentional, loving relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would just I would just remind church leaders and men's ministry leaders, man, you know, we're up against it. We're up against culture. We're up against media. We're up against the prince and principalities of this world. Everywhere we look, we're hearing, we're hearing people tell men that they're useless, that they're stupid, that they're a problem. And that's not the case, man. It's not God's design. So, and if you're if you're reaching men or leading men, you need to you need to start reminding men that that they're needed, that they're wanted. Amen. Uh, no more dad jokes, man. No more dad jokes from the pulpit. No more, no more beating up on men. Like we've won the women already. It's time for us to start to start redeeming and reclaiming and, and encouraging those men. If you're listen, if you're a door greeter at your church and you see a dad walking in with his family, man, grab that man by the arm and tell him, man, you're doing a good thing. Keep it up. Yeah. Uh, encourage and even in the little things, man, let's Let's encourage these men and start start building them up because everything else in this world is trying to tear them down. Satan knows if he wants to destroy a society, all he has to do is destroy the family and you start with the man. Amen. You're absolutely correct. And Chris, I appreciate you being on today. It's, it's really been an honor to have you in this conversation. And I know you and I could continue this conversation about it because of, it is something that's near and dear to my heart, ministering to men and this and this better man material is one of the best that I have come across and used over the years. And, and I thoroughly would uh, advise any men's ministry leader, pastor especially, to check it out if you haven't already. I think you will be thoroughly, thoroughly uh, blessed with how it goes. But I thank you all for listening to Intentional Conversations with Mike Salmon. Intentional Conversations is a production of Cape Fear Men. And, and please leave a comment about this program if you would. It helps us to, uh, uh, to develop more programs to understand what we need to do battling for men's souls. And if you want to reach out to me, just reach out at mike.salmon at capefearmen.net. And I will be glad to talk with you or answer any questions that you may have. But for now, I want to leave you with this blessing. I want to take, uh, ask God to give you a rock to stand on. A brook to drink from, and a tree to shade, uh, to shade you. And, and mm -hmm. for now, God bless you, and we'll see you next time on the Cultural Conversations with Mike Salem. Mm -hmm.